It's afternoon tea time. Hello and welcome to afternoon tea time. Today we're going to be debating if Colin's hair is falling out. Oh, that's not a debate. That's actually happening. I want to go off on a tangent really quick, just because I happen to see it in my periphery, and it got me all emotional again. Hot and bother. I see you got a little coin, a little piggy bank with BB-8, and it just brings up all the negative feelings I have about the new Star Wars, and what Disney did to my beloved franchise. (laughs) Um, First off, that's not... You told me you liked the trilogy, the new, new, uh, what do they call the sequels? Okay. Time out first off. That's not a piggy bank, you blind fuck. Is it a tea That kettle? is a fucking stein. That's a tea kettle? That's a fucking stein. It's a stein. What's a stein? It's I bet what you put beer in in Germany because they're bad. That looks like a tea kettle. <laughs> it doesn't pour tea. It definitely holds beer, though. I bet if I put and tea I bet, in it, it'll pour. And I bet if you put regular beer in just a regular fucking glass, it tastes really good. And then you put in this Disney tainted piece of shit and it doesn't taste quite <laughs> as good. <laughs> Also, yeah, I don't think the sequels are terrible. I do admit, as time went on, they kind of wore on me a little bit. Like, I went and rewatched the second one before I went and watched the third one in theaters. Don't even get me started. And, yeah, this is a terrible conversation. This is definitely a conversation for another time. He hates it. Oh, God, I fucking hate it. The Last Jedi is the worst thing I've ever fucking seen. That one is definitely the weakest of the new three, for sure. It wasn't just weak. That is what killed Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> Disney did a really good job of doing that. Anyway. Got anything to say, Scott? Uh, Do you I, watch Star Wars? I've only seen one uh, episode of Star Wars. Is that an episode? or is that? They're called episodes, right? They I are. have one movie. I saw one movie of Star Wars, and I realized that I decided, instead of growing up on Star Wars, that I was going to get vagina. And that's pretty much... There's only you can do only do one or the other. Hey, and I you, chose to get laid. If you know enough Star Wars, you can get a certain kind of vagina. You can. I'm Star not Wars saying vagina. It's, you're the worst. <laughs> what? Man? What's rule number one of the podcast? Rule number one. Well, I, I you know I wasn't hundred percent sure. On one brain. is don't shoot fucking gum. Two is phones. Yeah, that's true. But to be <laughs> fair, um, I don't know about you guys. Well, you don't have a fucking cell phone, so I'm not even going to ask you. But I get. 15 oh, that was what to, you came up with last night. 15? It just hit me. What's that? The idea you had last night. Cell phones. Didn't someone say that last night? Oh, it was Chase. Chase said cell phones, yeah, or dependency of cell phones. I get 15 to 30 scam likely calls a day. Like, if I pulled out my phone right now and you look at my voicemails, like, all these, I just freaking deleted them, but literally all this, scam likely, scam likely, scam likely, scam likely, scam likely. Who are your phone out there? To all these fucking That's just people numbers. steal your you, phone number off. I know you haven't had a cell phone in like five years, so you wouldn't know. But literally, this is what the, this is what it's like to have a cell phone. Now. This is the people future. People just have your phones. They're robocalls, and they leave voicemails. Do you not know? You probably don't know about this. The FCC a is supposed to be tackling that. Like the the emails that they give you, they're all like you owe money to the IRS kind of BS. It's like really. They're scam calls. It's like literally like this. It's like they're worse than telemarketers. Yeah, I'd rather talk to the dude that's trying to sell me a fucking cable package that I'm never gonna watch. Hey, but there's some lonely person out there. This is all they're probably getting. It's probably kind of nice that somebody is trying to talk to them. <laughs> it's not even a person. It's a robot. Yeah, <laughs> it's a pre-recorded message. Uh, even still, it looks like your business is not eligible for funding up to about uh, two hundred forty-seven thousand. 
Our process what? is pretty simple, and it rates us uh, a random number. If you qualify, of course. Give me a call back so I can go over your specific rates and terms. I'm actually going to be stepping out into a quick meeting right now. Such bullshit. It's always the same. It's <laughs> cool. I'm sure that insurance guy has so many meetings. $280,280. The best ones. Like, $280, I think is what it was. I got to find the best one. 280 Yes. This is this is the best one right here. Investigation Department of Federal Government. I've gotten this one. We have just received a notification yep. regarding your tax filings from the headquarters of IRS, which will get expired in next two working hours. Good try, robot bitch. <laughs> I'm on to you. Under custody by the federal officers. As there are four serious allegations <laughs> when you went to MSU, right, they use like the oldest robo voice you can find. It's and like, like old people, it's fucked. It's like coronavirus. Yeah. These are like the coronavirus again. It's like it just attacks old people. Old people are like, oh yeah. no, I haven't been paying my taxes for 15 <laughs> Generally, years. I kept forgetting. There's warrants out for my arrest. I better get this taken care of. Generally, scammers will target elderly people. And Absolutely. Then, and then here's what happens: you call them back, and then they go. We can get this cleared up right now. What I need you to do, go to your closest gas station, buy five $500 Visa gift cards, purchase them, and then give me the card numbers. <laughs> yeah. Hey, I need you to go to the bank. I need you to take out $500 out of your bank account, put it in a brown paper sack, and mail it to this P.O. box. It's, They'll do that, too. I just don't know. I, I Maybe I'm uneducated on the subject, but there's there has to be something I can do. I remember there was like a do not call list in the past. I don't know if they still have that, but I'm I'm not even joking. Where robocalls I get... were getting around that, and then um, I believe it was probably about last year. Sometime I read something where the Senate like called in the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, or whatever, yeah. the one that that yeah, and they were like, "This is your guys. This is your guys' department. You need to do something about these robocalls." Or or else, basically. Yeah, I know the FTC. Like, so with uh, where I work, anytime, sometimes they do scams with our company as well. Like that, we're offering something that we're not offering, and then uh, we report them to the FTC, and then the FTC investigates yeah. it. They had they cracked down on this guy and um, who was this Indian guy based out of Chicago that was like a it was worth like millions and millions of dollars. This like scam ring where he was like. Robo calling everyone, but I literally get on average, like I said, fifteen to thirty a day. It's ridiculous. I yeah, you're way worse than anytime me. Anytime there's a phone number, like I don't know if like my you know, ex girlfriend is like putting my phone number up on every website she signs into. <laughs> but you know like, what's weird that I just kind of figured out. What's that? So I quit my job two months ago, roughly at this point. Mm-hmm. I was getting them constantly while I worked for the state of Montana. I just thought of that. At the DMV? Not on my phone there, on my personal cell phone while I worked there. I'd get them like every couple hours while I was at work. And since I've stopped working, I don't get any phone calls anymore. Are you cracking into a conspiracy theory? I don't, I don't know. I don't know why <laughs> the that The U.S. Be. government is sending my phone number out to get robocalls. Yeah, it's weird though. And then, Chase, did you ever, when you went to MSU that for a while there, I think you were still in school at this point, did you ever get a? F- oh, you'll no, you don't have a cell phone. Never mind. So you went and got this. But there, there I was. What? Like five fucking years. No, you there, you haven't had a cell phone. I I remember this. You haven't. You literally haven't had a cell phone since. I think it was the end of 2014, going into 2015. It's like past five sounds years. Sounds about right. But like this scammer though was targeting students at MSU. He would call with like the thickest Indian accent you could imagine, mm-hmm. and was like, "I am a police officer." From MSU police, you uh, have a warrant for your arrest. You need to send me money to clear up this arrest. And I, like, hung up on him because I had heard about the scam already. Mm-hmm. 
and he calls me back. And it's like, why did you hang up on a cop? I'm like, here's the deal, dude. I think you're kind of targeting the wrong market. I was like, where you're calling, our campus isn't what you would call diverse. There's a lot of white people here. I was like, and I'm pretty sure the MSU police do not have anyone from India on their police I mean, force. yeah, Bozeman's like, like 90% white. Yeah, yeah exactly. Pretty, I was like, pretty. you're an idiot. And I hung up on him again, and he left me the fuck alone. And then I, the, the police wanted, like, a report from anyone that got it. So I, like, went over there and was like, yep, I got a phone call. That's just crazy. Eventually, they, crazy. I think they found him. They ended up finding the guy. Where was he? He was in some other city or something in the U.S., though. Yeah, I mean, that probably makes sense. He just, yeah. like, Googles local states. Yeah, and, and he, they numbers. finally found him, I guess. I'd have to look it up, but yeah. I just don't get it. I mean, I literally don't. There clearly has to be money in it. There clearly has to be money in People it. People have to be sending him money if he's making You could money. take an opportunity to kind of like fuck with him a little bit, at the very least. You get you get to use that to try and clear up some other business you had with the MSU police. It's like, well, 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 while I have you on the phone, I'd like to pick your brain. I got a ticket. I'm just trying to figure out how, yeah, how to get I, out do of you, it. Do you guys know like the inner workings of like actual like small claims court and how collection works i've never been the court i've watched judge judy so uh, my so with collections this is how it works right so when you owe a lot of times places that you don't realize like go to collections is gyms so my buddy uh had a gym and they do this thing where you have to come in in person and cancel it well they called he called to cancel. He thought that they canceled. They didn't say come in, you know, or he said they didn't say came in. And then basically he was getting charged for like a gym membership for like four years. I never realized. And it was like unpaid. Jesus. And so what they do is they then obviously sell that debt off to a yep. you know, collection department. And then they can allegedly come after you. Correct. Yeah. So um, what I learned is you can actually negotiate your debt with those uh uh, claim collectors. So basically, he owed like a thousand dollars. He tried to fight it, and basically, they called him, and I was there with him. And he was like, "They're like, you owe us a thousand dollars." He's like, "I'm not paying you anything." And they're like, "You need to pay us this." And he basically negotiated for four hundred dollars, paid them, and they wiped it off his credit score. What the? It's fuck? pretty nuts. And I, I don't, I don't know the inner workings of it. That's but some, that's some predatory like debt collecting practices. Yeah, Brennan, you remember my old? So I remember Brennan and Tyler, my old friend roommate. Yeah, they. Uh, I signed up for Directv when I lived in Montana, and I signed up for Directv when Ethan was working at the Directv at Costco. I did it to be nice to him, and when I signed up for Directv, uh, a month later I moved out of state. And I asked, I tried to get my DirecTV moved to Washington. And when I tried to do that, uh, DirecTV said that you can't move stuff out of state within the first year of your contract. So I had to stay there. So I was stuck on a two-year contract, but I I wasn't going to pay. I was paying like 200 bucks a month because we were sharing it. So I asked Tyler and Brennan to... Um, pick up the slack to, to pay for the bill right. and start to go over They're it. They're the one so, using it. Yeah. So, t- uh, so Tyler was kind of weird about it. Brennan and I don't like each other. So he was kind of like, fuck you. And I remember two years. So I lived in Seattle for two years. And at the end of the two years, Tyler messaged me and he's like, I want to cancel direct TV. So I was like, okay, I'll cancel it. Make sure you turn in all the equipment. So I sent him like the bill of lading to turn in the equipment and he decided not to turn it in and so a year later i got like a 120 dollar uh bill bill but not a bill they never sent me a bill because obviously they didn't know my address it just went onto my credit score 
Are you serious? It just went on my credit score, and I had like I had like a really high credit score, and I lost like ninety points. Yeah, uh, it's insane. So what I did is I freaking clicked on the thing uh, through creditkarma.com, yeah. and I disputed it. Did you get your and, score back? And two months later, it came off. My score went all the way back up. And then like a month later, they put it back on. Who does the legwork for that? <laughs> I don't understand because Credit Karma, like if you call them, no one works there. Like they work, there's someone that works there, but they don't have a contact to us. That's like, they don't want the overhead. Yeah, the one I use is the um, like Experian website. They yeah. kind of have a similar thing. Yeah. I, I keep track of all my stuff on there. I um, honestly loved Credit Karma for the ability to dispute. It took like six months, but base, I don't know what happened, but I did not pay the 120 That's so weird. <laughs> um yeah, and we, well, I had kind of a similar thing with a um, a power bill dispute kind of thing. So what ended up happening is when we moved out of the place we were renting when we were trying to buy a house, mm-hmm. our first place that we bought, the VA turned down our, like, was like, literally we were supposed to close in like four days. Mm-hmm. And they finally called us and were like, we're not going to approve the purchase of a condo because they have really weird rules about condos. Okay. It has to be like a townhouse. Generally, condos have to get approved through a whole other set of red tape. It's total bullshit. And like literally, we were supposed to close in four days. We were like already packed up, like trying to move out of our house, like getting ready that we were renting. And they, I didn't have anywhere to go. None of us did. Chase didn't. I didn't. Matt didn't. Like we literally had to um, find somewhere to live really quick. And our realtor got us hooked up with this other guy that had this like really nice home oh that that's was, right remember i slept yeah. on, i came and slept you, on you guys slept on couch. the couch that we moved in there and we were under like the impression, a couple weeks or something yeah we were under the impression that we were going to be able to stay there pretty much month to month until we closed on another house was the idea behind it and the house was awesome and it was like huge house uh you know hot tub like huge floor plan it was awesome in the most comfy carpet ever. Yeah, the carpet underneath. Oh hey, my god! You get slept on this. It's more comfortable than most beds. I wish we would have had half a million dollars because I would have bought that fucking house. Yeah, seriously, it was so awesome. But we get in there and we thought we were going to be month to month. This guy literally been trying to sell this house for like over a year. Never wow. had hardly an offer on it. Nothing. And we literally move in and like two weeks of us moving in, he's like, I got a cash offer for it. <laughs> And we're like, you'd be fucking kidding. So we're basically homeless again after two weeks. Uh, we got to pack all our stuff up. We stayed there for, I think, a total of four weeks, roughly. It wasn't very long. It wasn't very long. And when, anyways, when we left, um, I had turned the power over onto that address. Yeah. When we left, you know, I've moved twice in four weeks. My brain's fried. I totally forget to call the power company slash the people that were moving in or supposed to put the power in their name and i found out later what happened is they did a cash offer but they were paying cash in terms of renting to buy this place uh, okay they're yeah, getting yeah, the yeah. price down and then they were going to finance the rest um well these people were super sketchy apparently and i ended up talking to the guy that we were renting from super cool dude and i ended up finding out when i went and we finally closed on this house i finally figured out that i had like four hundred dollars of unpaid um, power power bills, and we had only had power in that place for a total of two months. So they had like, they must have been like cranking the AC, leaving all the lights on. Jesus. Never called the power company and got that address changed into their name. Nothing. So I call him. I get a hold of him. Like, hey, I don't know if you can help me with this, but like, the people that are in that house are fucking me over. They have my power company. They have the, the power company told me I had to get the money from them. And eventually, long story short, That's the guy so like bullshit. threatened to like cancel their contract on the house and got me like six hundred dollars back wow and i paid all i paid 
it, that by the time it was done, that paid for all of it, but about a hundred dollars of it. That's where it gets interesting because small claims court, it's like you can only go in there up to five thousand, and it's just such a gigantic waste of fucking yeah. time. So it's like anyone that owes you something less than five thousand dollars, you're just kind of fucked. Well, I mean, and the thing too is like, what are lawyer fees? You yeah, you can go in and like. Uh, uh, you can go in there without a lawyer, but then it literally is this whole process, and then you pay a payment fee, and then you literally end up, let's say, like Chase owed you six hundred bucks, like getting six hundred bucks from Chase, it'd be like pulling teeth through small claims court. Yeah, and it's just not. Yeah, it, it's insane. Like scamming practices are <clears throat> tricky. Didn't you? Did your? Why did you not? Remind me again why you don't have a cell phone. Didn't you like not pay it, and then it went to claims court? There. No. So there was a period, so I was in school at this point, uh, and I was working, and I got sick of my job, so I, well, it was, it was in the trenches of school, right? Mm-hmm. And I was going full-time, and I was having a hard time balancing work and school, so I had to try and, I quit my job, I quit my job, uh, I eventually started to run out of money. <laughs> which really sucked. Uh, yeah, it sucks. <laughs> so I was coming to the, I was coming to the end of my contract with my phone anyway, and I and I realized that I was paying fifty five. I think it was like fifty five, sixty bucks a month for this phone. That's so cheap. That nowadays, yeah. Yeah, nowadays it's fucking cheap. But even then, I was like, God, why is it so fucking much? Just to text and call a few people every month. Oh boy, it's a smartphone though. It's like. Cool, man, I get to play some fucking games I have to pay for anyway. Fuck you. Farmville, bro. <laughs> so uh, when I did finally pay it back and I was supposed to, like, renew, and this is right, this was at the time where uh, they had uh, Verizon, who I, was my carrier at the time, yeah. had stopped doing the, the phone turn-in, like, at the end of your contract. You can turn oh, in your yeah, phone, they did do that, didn't phone, they? Yep. you get a new contract. And, That's uh, a scam. So they stopped that. So the next... The next tier of uh, smartphone at that time was you had to get a payment plan just for the smartphone on top of the contract that you're going to get just to use it. So jacks up like, your this bill. This is fucking stupid. This is fucking stupid. So I, I just stopped. And it actually worked out really nice. Yeah. I feel really free. When I, I go out now and I'm like hanging out with people, just trying to have like interpersonal you know, connection, and it's inevitable that we're going to be talking on a subject, just bullshitting, whatever. And they're going to be looking at their phones probably like 20 fucking times uh, during the course of our conversation. It's like, boy, this is really It's cool. literally, I mean, you are literally in rare breed. <clears throat> like, I would say probably less than 1% of kids, like anyone, any adult age 20 through 30 that doesn't have a cell phone. Yeah. I mean, the number has to be even probably lower than that. You literally haven't had a cell phone for five years, and talking to you is the most frustrating thing. It's really I have nice to, for me. It's peaceful. I have to get on, <laughs> I have to get on my cell phone. And the only thing you have is Facebook Messenger. That's the only way I can get a hold yeah, of you is Facebook get on Messenger. Very much. Yeah, there's there's times where like people are trying to get a hold of him. They'll call you and they'll be like, "Hey man, have you seen Chase?" I'm like, "Nope." And like he might be sitting right next to me. Like, no, I haven't <laughs> seen him. Like it, that's a true bro. Honestly, it helps you and. I refuse to be the middleman, so I just assume if I keep saying no, I don't know where the People fuck won't is come it. To you. People won't come to me for it because I got my own shit to do than to be the middleman for Chase's like 
I don't know, Dead Sea Scrolls messaging. <laughs> I think it is really funny that it became your problem somehow. It, it did yeah. for a little while. It like, literally has Colin, Colin Rue would do that, and Ethan would do that, like, right when, like, probably about three years in they started doing that, and I was like, nah, I don't know where the fuck he's at. I just want to know if it would work for other people. Like, is it the fact that you can't get a hold of Chase that makes him so popular, or is it just Chase itself? Because I feel like if Colin Rue never got a cell phone, no one would ever oh, want to talk to him. <laughs> one of the hardest things with Chase is if you like go out anywhere like say you go i don't know we go to the mall and you know the fuck goes to the mall anymore (laughs) hypothetically speaking anywhere (laughs) that you terrible example well hypothetically how about when we go to the bars okay when we go to the bars way better uh they're closed now coronavirus (laughs) they are closed now so So i have to do i I guess it makes it really easy to communicate because it's just probably us and we're block away like hey is that you yep that's me I do one no of two things. I do one of two things if I have to find Chase. I walk around if I can't find him right away. Yeah. I do one of two things. I uh, I gotta go and find him. So I start going around if I can't find him. I ask people, "Hey, have you seen a guy about this tall? Glasses? Name's Chase. <laughs> Probably broken. <laughs> Probably his like... glasses may or may not be in one piece at this point. I don't know. How many times have your glasses broke? Because I can see the super glue holding them together. Yeah, right it's now. really funny. These are <laughs> these are my BCGs I got in the army. God and damn. I wear them all the time because it's inevitable that somebody's going to smack me in the face and break my glasses. Hmm? This is why I'm really reluctant just to go and get new glasses because I know, like this fucking dickwad over here, yeah. only a few months ago, slammed me in the face with a wallet and broke my glasses. I've to set the record seen... straight, I offered to buy you new frames. You did. I mean, it's not going to matter because somebody's going to come along. Oh, is that a fresh pair of glasses? What well, if I just <laughs> punch oh, them man, off it'd your face? Be a real shame <laughs> if I accidentally smack you in the face, I broke your glasses again. I don't think that's true. I think people smack them off your face because they look so broken and old. They're like ten years old, dude. They're not ten years old. They're actually probably like eight years old. Get again there. Get it right, bitch. The other thing too is I go to the front of the store and I'll be like, Hey, could you could you put an intercom announcement out, Chase? Your party is waiting at the front of the store. <laughs> Chase is so easy Never to locate. Anyway. No, I can already, like, the moment I step foot in this state, I already know what Chase is doing and where he is. Like, uh, you remember last summer? Last summer, so you have you have kind of taken over the role. Like, you pick me up from the airport now uh, yeah. when it used to be Chase because <laughs> Chase just stopped caring or replying. Um, I remember Chase was supposed to pick me up from the freaking airport. I message him, hey, man, I fly in at this time. Can you pick me up? And I show up to the airport, and he's not there. And I can't fucking call him, so I Facebook message him, and it's like hasn't been active in like seven hours. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm kind of screwed. So I call Tim. Tim picks me up, and it's me, Tim, and Jeff, and we drive over, and your house is always unlocked. And so I go to walk in to be like, hey, thanks for picking me up from the airport, and the house is locked. The house is freaking locked. I'm like, well... Now I'm locked out of my place of stay. And was, so, that, was that just because he locked the door, or was that because we were? Was that when we were dealing with a certain individual who was just like showing up at our house, and we caught him in our house one time? Yeah, like, yeah, all by himself. Right at that time, he I got stealing some paraphernalia yeah, from you guys. He was trying to look for <laughs> something to get high off of, like I don't know what. Like I had. I think at the time, what was he looking for? He was looking for weed. Was it weed? He kept yeah, yeah because right. he kept coming in. Like Chase caught him coming in, and like, like lunch break. Yeah, that's no one right. Else is home that's right. He comes out of your room. No one's home. And he's like, "Oh, hey, man, what's up?" It's like, "What the fuck are you doing in Colin's room right now?" Moral of that story is pick your <laughs> friends wisely. House? No one's here, and don't tell anyone you have weed if they have a yeah, chronic if issue. Yeah, if they have somehow are addicted to weed. 
That's yeah, a thing, apparently. No. I didn't know that he was breaking, like, not breaking, but, like, walking into your house when you guys weren't here. So oh, none of us was, did. I have no idea how long that so was So Chase going knew on. it. Chase locked the door. Yeah. So what I had to result to was literally taking the screen and breaking into the window of his bedroom. <laughs> And I remember we opened it up, and Chase, I look inside, and he's just sleeping there. And he's like, what's <laughs> up, buddy? And like, we, I know you're joking. We handed a beer through the window, and he just started drinking I will a beer. I admit, that's a nice, that's a very nice way of waking up from a A nap. window beer? Yeah, a window beer. <laughs> window beer. I didn't even have to, I barely left my head. It was already cracked and just had to drink it. It was very nice. Very welcoming. <laughs> that would be good. See, morning. that's one of the big pluses of not having a phone. People have to come find you, and then they have to offer you beer. That's a good point. Just to hang if, out with them. <laughs> if I move my bed closer to my window, you might get some. Window will someone beers? bring me a window beer? Someday? I would gladly do. A window Thanks. Beer for Thanks, you. guys. No, it's a, a, him not having a cell phone. I mean, it's so impressive. But I do like I literally. So I wake up. I'm on my phone for the first hour, checking the stock market. The next hour, I'm reading about everything sports and news related. When I'm on my lunch break, when I'm driving, I'm listening to music. Like I just don't. I have so much I use my phone for. I looked at my time. I, I do the time tracker. I'm on my phone four to five hours a day, and it's less about social media. I'm on there a lot, but like it's more about like I read about a ton of shit. Yeah, I use mine to read like news articles or you know informational stuff. I guess I'm on Facebook too, but I've been cutting that off. I I literally took all my social media off of my homepage mm-hmm. and threw it like threw the the file out for all of them, so yep. they like are mixed in in like my apps. So I have to go look for the app. That's to smart. use it, and I immediately noticed my time on all of them. Like I don't use Snapchat at all anymore. I'm never on Instagram. The most I'm on is Facebook now, and yeah. I there it fluctuates. Some weeks, yeah, I'm on there way too much, and other weeks I'm not on there at all, which is wow. kind of nice. It, it's been nice actually to kind of cut the social media part. I of it do want to be able to pull the plug, but I, I don't know. Maybe I'm one of those millennials that rationalizes why he's always on a cell phone, like I just did, but. I don't know. All I know is the culture is weird, being the guy on the sidelines now, like literally probably the only guy in probably a 100-mile radius without a phone and going out and seeing everybody on their phones constantly of all age groups. It's not just millennials, <laughs> I just, motherfuckers. This is I, like boomers and people in like true. their 50s and 40s. But they I just, do this shit all the time, my too. My grandma is like 84, and but, she has a like a jitterbug phone. She has a phone. Is she constantly on it? I don't think so because I don't think she knows how to totally use it. She uses it to like call people, basically. Yeah. That's it. She's still on that older generation yeah. still that's dying off that remembers what it's like to live yeah. most of her life without a phone. She learned how to text a little bit, but she doesn't use it very much. I can't stop laughing because I just remembered something. Uh, when Chase used to have a job, because right now he just uh, is makes a lot of money in the stock market and doesn't need a job. Um, so he, you actually don't have a job either. So now that when you have yeah. a job, because you guys are financially set up to to really focus on. The things you want to focus on but i remember when chase did have a job and we were like all we were partying all weekend and it was a lot of fun and i was like dude we should hang out on monday he's like i gotta work dude and i'm like dude just fucking call in sick and i convinced him to call in sick but he didn't have a cell phone so he emailed his boss he emailed in sick which i've never seen before in my life did you did you like type in like some sniffles and coughs yeah, into totally. the email. Hey, man, I'm really sick. Cough, 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 cough sniff. <laughs> I literally took a picture of it. I probably have it on my uh, phone somewhere. It's literally like, hey, man, I'm not feeling well. I'm not going to be there in an hour. And it's like, I hope you check your email. <laughs> <laughs> well, the thing is, I'm a, I'm a really hard worker. 
So if, if this is kind of what's kind of fucked about it. Uh, if you're a really hard worker and you're really good at your job, you can kind of get away with murder sometimes. Yeah, like and, emailing in sick. Oh, yeah, so I, I yeah. can get away with it. Because they know and, when they come in. And my last job, when I'd call in sick, it got to the point where they just knew, like, I was going to call in sick here or there. Like, whatever, like, Colin has a ton of sick time. Let him take a day off. Like, they didn't really care. It got to the point where I was literally just, like, texting in to work. And I would use, like, an excuse, like, hey, I got the shits. Mm-hmm. Or, like, that's my favorite one because no one asked any fucking questions about yeah. it. Like, hey, man, I got the stomach bug. And finally I got comfortable enough with my bosses. I'd be like, hey, man, you know what's going on. I got a stomach bug. And then I'd just send them a shit emoji at some point. <laughs> and they would just be like, okay. How many, how many sick days do people take you think are just total bullshit? So many. Like, I would say at least 75% of my sick oh, days were total such, bullshit. Such bullshit. <laughs> so many bullshit ones. Unless you have, like, a really good attendance record, that's usually just sick. Yeah, you know, but, exactly. Um, yeah. I we're not, Like, with my company, we're really not allowed to call in very often. Yeah, it's really? Not, yeah. That's a lot of pressure. It's like, yeah. hey, man, like, I'm really sick. I'm throwing up. Got a little diarrhea going on. I don't really feel like going into Costco Dude, and making T- pizzas. TSA like, motherfucker, you get ass in there i don't care if you have to hold a bucket to your ass you're making pizzas that was that was tsa man it was like you'd, you'd be like hey i really don't think i'm gonna be able to make it in today like i'm dying and you like le- legitimately would be dying because you can't call off there and they'd be like well what's wrong I'd be like i have the shits or whatever the hell's going on you know what i mean and right. they'd be like it doesn't matter you need to come to work and then like the one person would come to work and they'd have strep and they give strep to every other fucking person around there because they're coughing all over the fucking place. <laughs> yeah. See, Chase is able to get away with because he doesn't have a job anymore. <laughs> he doesn't have to worry. Like, the, literally the only problem he could have had is, like I said, calling in sick, and he solved that with the email issue. So now it's like I kind of think about these unique situations that come up where Chase <laughs> could probably – get hosed for not having a cell phone like i kind of kind of thought about right so you know montana there's a lot of blizzards i really hope one day because he drives you drive like a piece of shit car it's like a hey the blue dragon is (laughs) she's a sturdy girl she leaks my pride she's a 19 yeah she does exactly what i want someone wants to tell me wants me the chauffeur them around my car understands i don't want to do that so it pisses all over them Right? There's, like, there's a hole stand. in the windshield. I could talk she about it. literally stand. drips right onto your crotch uh, if you're sitting in the passenger seat. I could seat. talk about this forever. It's a 19... I know this now because I've told this story enough times. 1987 <laughs> Tercel is... Uh, Toyota Tercel. Thank you very much. <laughs> Reliable. The, none of the doors work except for the driver's side. So if you want to get in, oh, you got to yeah. go into the driver's side oh, and then climb over. Um, so just another deterrent. You, put a gig- you cut a gigantic hole out of your upholstery in the back seat because you locked yourself out of your car once. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, You know what's funny is that car overall is actually pretty reliable for what he needs it for. There is one time where that car did fuck him. What's that? And he didn't have a cell phone. Oh, this is exactly what I'm talking about. I just picture him like it breaking down and him not having a cell phone and then him like this is not knowing what to do. This is like last year. You're still working over there across town at the... uh, I don't know what J and V, right? Yeah, J and V. That yep. was it. You were working over there, Chase. Do you remember this? And you, like, 
uh, normally you're home around like five o'clock when I got home too. And like, I noticed it was like, okay, it's not five o'clock. Okay. It's like closer to six, six thirty. And, he, and he's still no not home. I'm like, be, shit, yeah. where did he go? Like, did he go out? Like maybe he went like just, it was out of the normal. Normally we all kind of show up at the house around five, five thirty. Uh, I do kind of remember this day. I did yeah. go to, I did go downtown to a bar That's to eat right. some dinner That's and right. drink a little so bit. So it's pretty late. It, it was like years. almost eight o'clock. I think by the time you came in. Yeah. And he comes like in the door and I like, I can't remember if I was, like, at the front door or whatever. He comes, like, into my room, and his glasses are, like, fogged up. It's cold as shit outside. So they're, like, it fogged was up. A cold it was super day. cold. It yeah. was, like, m- maybe negative five degrees. And out. he's, like, kind of, like, kind of out of breath. And I'm, like, what's going on? What's up? And he's, like, can you help me out? And I was, like, yeah, what, what's going on? He's, like, my car broke down, like, five blocks down the road. <laughs> The fucking the, the battery got drained. And this That's is right. really on me. That's right. This is I, really on I me. Know. I knew it was an issue. Uh, my alternator fucking died. The original alternator on that car. Ah, that's right. Finally that's died. Right. So, like two years before, I replaced the alternator, and I made a crucial mistake of not tightening the belt enough. So eventually, it ruined my second alternator. But <laughs> I hated getting under that fucking car because the it's alternator is in the worst fucking spot possible. So you have to get underneath. You gotta kind of contort your fucking arms and like claw hands to try and get up in there to fucking situate <laughs> the fucking alternator and try and get the belt tight enough. You gotta try and get a wrench in there to tighten the fucking. I remember. Bolt down. I remember I helped you a little bit on the second one. Like right at the end, you needed like one extra hand. And then, yeah, it looked, like a, it looked like a pain in the ass, man. The alternator fucking went out the second alternator went out eventually my battery got drained so did you walk five blocks i he jumped in my car yeah and but we, like to get home you had to walk cause yes because you, you didn't have a cell well, phone it was like a junk that was really cold because <laughs> they're trying to get out of the weather so they're yeah, trying to stay warm he kept i've seen it before when he's outside it's so funny those stupid little glasses he wears when they come in and they're all fogged up it's like a problem yeah like you're I've on christmas eve like yeah so we drove down there and i i jumped him and his car barely made it home like i was driving behind him and like every time i think he was turning on his blinker maybe or braking like you could see his lights originally like kind of flash on at the brightness they're fade. supposed to be and then they started to fade i'm like yeah. oh come on baby you, no you can get home whatsoever yeah the little charge you gave me was all i had I was yeah like, please you like enough. coasted into the house it was so <laughs> ridiculous it was, so bad. it was all on me though yeah, it, yeah. if i it had sucks. done the the mechanical work up to standard it would have been a problem so I really fucked myself there. He there's there's actually another story I just thought of. Oh god! Chase not having a cell phone kind of fucked up. Oh, let's hear it. Do you remember your last final of your undergraduate? Uh, yeah, that one really did fuck me. My very <laughs> last class of my undergraduate year. <laughs> and I was he, trying to get to campus. Yeah, he he had he had parked his car behind mm-hmm. my car that morning and or that that evening the night before. And I had to go to work, I think. So I, that night, I moved his car for him because I think he was already asleep, maybe. I don't really know what happened. I had to get my car out, and he was parked behind me. Well, I left his key in my jeans on Mm -hmm. my floor, and I wore a different pair of jeans to go to work or to school or whatever I was doing. So I was gone. And he was looking for his keys, obviously, like, you know, your typical... Like, okay, I got to go to class, you know, or work or whatever. I got to leave here, like, in, you know, five minutes. I was, I was leaving and early, like, too. I yeah. want to get there, get a little last prep in. It's my last final. I was really excited. And uh, I couldn't find my fucking keys. He couldn't find his keys, so he doesn't have a phone to call me to ask where they're at, uh, which I would have been like, uh, check my pants upstairs. I'm not wearing the same pants as I was wearing yesterday. They're probably in my pants. I probably forgot to put them back on, like, 
the counter or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And I checked and everywhere. He, he I did. checked a lot of different areas in his room. There's fucking computer desk. He had different coat pockets. Even a couple different pairs of pants. Just, just not the one pair. That, yeah. I even thought they were in the kitchen. I was going through the fucking kitchen, like through everything. I was like, where so, the fuck are my keys? Chase, from what he's told me, made the crucial decision. Do I, like, stay here for the extra 10 minutes and try and find my keys? Or do I take off now on Colin's bicycle? <laughs> what? <laughs> and bike. And this, at this point, we were probably, what, like five miles away from campus? It was uh, all the way across town. Yeah, it was all the way across town. And so he I sucked it up. Yeah, you biked five miles. I to biked take a to campus all Colin's the way to campus. Bike, mind on you, Collins bike with, with. Just keep this in mind that the tires. <laughs> I rode in months. The tires had not been inflated, so I inflated them up really quick. Thought I was good enough, and as I was riding the campus, this is where things started to get really hard. <laughs> the tires had little holes in them somewhere, so they were slowly deflating, which made it exponentially harder to fucking ride that stupid bike <laughs> and it's also, already uphill like the whole way the to whole campus. way's uphill too and mind you this is like the first like kind of sunny spring-ish day it's the very end of the semester so it's starting to get kind of warm but yeah. still kind of chilly and we finally you're getting some sun and i come home and i see him sitting in the living room and he's redder than a lobster he had got so <laughs> sunburned from sunburn. biking all the way to canvas taking his test and biking all the way oh back oh my god but i got it fucking he, done he fucking did it he got his undergraduate so, did fucking suck okay to to I wrap feel up feel bad about that a little bit <laughs> <laughs> to wrap up uh, to wrap up the episode day. do you uh, after hearing those stories do you wish you had a cell phone no absolutely not You'll take two of those a year to make sure that you don't have to interact with people. Oh, absolutely, it's so nice. It's so nice and peaceful. And I, I take it. Tranquility is just too blissful. It's too bliss. Too much bliss. All right, guys. Thank you for watching. All right, hit us up on Facebook. Let us know what you think about your cell phone. Is bullshit? Do you think you use your cell phone too much? I sure do. Have you ever biked five miles to take a final? <laughs> Let us know, guys. Have a good one.